Welcome, everyone, to a brand new edition of Learn About World Cuisine, the show that takes you on a culinary tour around the world. Today's topic is Filipino and Filipino cuisine. So we're talking about the Philippines today and Filipino cuisine. Let's get started. Sugary sweet and vinegar sour are the two main flavor profiles. Pork is the dominant meat. Most dishes don't require the use of a knife. Food is served in just one course. A lot of their dining is done at malls. Filipinos love snacking in between meals or Melinda. They eat quickly and rarely linger after meals. Uh, it's not a very vegetarian cuisine. Most vegetable dishes are served with a lot of meat. Food is influenced by many cultures. Jollibee is a fast food chain that dominates to the point where McDonald's doesn't even attempt to go into the Philippines. Whole roasted suckling pig is a popular dish. Spices are not used as often as soy sauce, vinegar, etc. Most meat is served sliced up already. Malls are actually where the locals will tell you to go to get good food. So the locals will actually tell you to go to a mall to get your best food. Rice is served with almost every meal. Rice is a main component in their cuisine. They usually serve dipping sauces on the side with your meal. So you'll have a meal, and they'll have bowls of dipping sauces on the size, on the side. Duck embryos are a delicacy. More than 3 million Americans are of Filipino descent. Filipino Americans make up 3% of all immigrants. More Filipinos live in California than any other state. The average Filipino family income is $82 million. 6% of Filipino Americans are at or below the poverty line. Rice is a main uh, component of their cuisine, and it is sometimes they eat it three times a day. Filipino adobe is usually referred to as their national dish. More than 80% of Filipinos are Catholic. All right, listen, here's what we do. This is Learn About World Cuisine. So what I do is I spend six hours at least researching a different place around the world each week. Then I pick out a 100 fascinating facts or something more interesting than the norm. And then we talk about it on the show. So after I'm done every page of research, I give you what I find the most interesting thing. Keep in mind that most dishes do not require the use of a knife in Filipino, in Filipino food. In the Philippines, uh, they cut up the meat. If you are served meat, it's already cut up for you. Or... Uh, it's small enough that you don't need a knife. Uh, food is served in what, just one course. 
So basically, if you have soup, salad, etc., it's all served at once. Uh, the Jolly Bee is a really interesting thing. Jolly Bee is their fast food chain. Uh, and Jollibee is so dominant in the Philippines that McDonald's has not had success and has not really tried to go into the Philippines. I thought it was interesting on this page that if you ask the locals where to go, they will actually send you for food. They will actually send you to the malls. Once again, today's show, I don't know why I messed up at the beginning. I think it's because I just woke up. Today's show is about the Philippines and Filipino food. The Philippines are not called Filipino. It's Philippines and Filipino food. <laughs> uh, the food is a focus of their celebrations. They are known for having a long Christmas season. I believe Christmas season starts in September. Many families own gardens. A Kalawi is similar to a wok, and they use it for cooking. The capital city in the Philippines is Manila. The official language is both English and Filipino. I read a lot of stuff uh, that says travelers are very happy because when they go to the Philippines, uh, pretty much everybody speaks English. Uh, although they have two languages, most, you know, pretty much everybody speaks English. Uh, the Philippines are located in Southeast Asia. Now I dipped into Jollibee because Jollibee is a really interesting thing. Uh, Jollibee is their fast food chain. Uh, Jollibee actually is so dominant in the Philippines, as we just said, that McDonald's does not even try to compete. So Jollibee uh, is their fast food chain. That started out only selling ice cream. Uh, Jollibee, which is the fast food chain, has a dancing insect with a blazer as their mascot. So Ronald McDonald's uh, has the uh, Ronald McDonald is the character for McDonald's. Burger King has the king. Jollibee has a dancing insect with a blazer. What's interesting about Jollibee is that they sell five completely different types of cuisines. From burgers all the way down to Asian. So you can go there. It's a fast food chain, keep in mind. And you can go there and get everything from a burger to pasta to Asian cuisine. Jollibee's also sells something called a tuna pie. And from what I read, the tuna pie is definitely something unique, but people love them. Uh, the... Philippines were the first country in Southeast Asia to gain independence after World War II. Human trafficking is a big issue in the Philippines. Uh, the Philippines were named after King Philip of Spain. Three of the top ten shopping malls in the world. How about that? Three of the top ten shopping malls in the entire world are located in the Philippines. They are the largest exporter of coconuts and tropical fruits. They have superstitions. Uh, for instance, if you go to a dinner party or you go to a restaurant and you have 13 people, some Filipinos will not seat 13. There's just a little quirk some of them have. Uh, 
Indonesia, America, and the Philippines are the only countries that have skunks. Let me say that again, because that is pretty cool. It's pretty interesting. Indonesia, America, and the Philippines are the only countries in the world that you can find skunks. <laughs> That's interesting. Only majority Christian nation in Asia. The population of the Philippines is more than 100 million people. It is considered rude to open gifts immediately after receiving them. It's the only country in the world whose flag goes upside down when they are at war. The yo-yo started as a Filipino war weapon. So think about that. That yo-yo that was hugely popular back in the 70s uh, was invented. It was created because it was designed after a Filipino war weapon. So they used to kill people with a yo-yo. <laughs> it's home to the world's longest snake. They have the most nurses in the entire world. So that means most, uh, the country that supplies nurses the most around the world is the Philippines. Uh, let's go through that sheet and we'll pick out the most interesting thing. I think Jollibee, when I was doing my research for this show, the most interesting thing in the entire research that I did for this show was that Jollibee is a dominant fast food chain in the Philippines. And it is fascinating to me how popular they are. And it's interesting because I have said this myself. I am always curious as to why fast food chains do not try to go, you know, to be uh, versatile and sell different types of cuisines. Jollibee's has five completely different types of cuisines. You can get a burger, you can get spaghetti, or you can go and get some Asian food in one spot. So I think that's the most interesting thing. Our show is listened to by lots of travel enthusiasts. Not everyone, not every show we do uh, is for people that actually travel to the country. We give a lot of great information if you're curious about other countries. When I do my research, I try to pick out the 100 most interesting things about each country. So this show will never be boring because I pass over thousands upon thousands of websites that give you basic stuff. I try to pick out the most interesting. And here's one of them. The antibiotic that is given to people who are allergic to penicillin, which has saved millions of lives, was invented in the Philippines. The English word boondocks is, uh, is derived from a Filipino word for mountain. A Filipino invented the first karaoke machine in 1975, and karaoke is huge in the Philippines. Jellyfish Lake in the Philippines has over 13 million jellyfish. 11% of the Filipino population work in other countries. 
The first woman White House physician was a Filipino-American. Former leader Ferdinand Marcos, who has been dead for about 20 years, his body is on ice, and they're trying to determine whether he should be buried amongst war heroes or ex-presidents. Now, let me say that again, because I'm going to tell you right ahead. This is the most interesting thing I found out uh, on this page. Former leader Ferdinand Marcos, who was all over the news in the 80s, all they did was talk about uh, Imelda Marcos and Ferdinand Marcos. The late-night shows when I was a kid in the 80s would always joke about Imelda Mar- uh, his wife and him. Evidently, Ferdinand Marcos died 20 years ago, but they put his body on ice, and they are still debating where to bury him. Seven of the eight known species of wild clams are found in the Philippines. Manila is considered the world's most densely populated city. That is pretty interesting. So Manila, the capital of the Philippines, is considered the most densely populated city in the entire world. They average one major earthquake every 10 years. They are the second biggest geothermal producer in the world. And I believe America is the number one geothermal producer. Uh, They are the second. Bruno Mars, a popular singer who did a great job a couple years ago at the Super Bowl. Bruno Mars is half Filipino. Anti-lock brakes are actually made in the Philippines. In the suburbs of the Philippines, legend has it, that women give birth at home and they bury the placenta under their house. Cockfighting is still very popular in the Philippines. Basketball is the most popular sport. They are considered the text capital of the world and they send more text messages than any other spot in the world. Which Now think about that. There are countries that are three times the size of the Philippines, but yet the Filipino people send more texts than anyone in the entire world. I'm going to try to pronounce this dining on a dime at yahoo.com. There are people that love to tease me for my mispronunciations on this show. Can do a rum goes all the way back. It's a Filipino rum goes all the way back to 1854. Adobo is their national dish, and it means sauce or seasoning in Spanish. They eat a lot of bread besides rice. Their cuisine cuisine includes a lot of bread uh, besides rice. Cooking that whole roasted suckling pig, I believe it's called lechon, is not easy. There was a guy on uh, on online that was talking about it is a very difficult thing to to cook a whole roasted suckling pig. That is not an easy thing. We have a lot of home cooks that listen to this show and they try to get ideas uh, to experiment at home with their cooking skills and try to a uh, different cuisine from around the world. So if you're listening, our home cooks, 
If you're going to try cooking a whole roasted suckling pig for your barbecue or your outdoor event, keep in mind there was a very accomplished chef online who said it's not as easy as it looks. Mango is the national fruit in the Philippines. Manila is a very vibrant city. So our world travelers who are listening to the show, or maybe you have family in the Philippines, keep in mind that Manila is a hot spot, and it is uh, considered a very vibrant city. Yeah, and I, I think I made that point again. So this sheet is done. I've been telling you all show that most Filipinos speak English. Uh, most Filipinos speak English very fluidly. So if you are one of our world travelers that are uh, thinking about taking a trip to the Philippines, uh, keep in mind the communication. I was li- I read a lot of reviews from tons of travelers, and one of the things that they like a lot is that uh, it's very easy to communicate. Uh, most of the Filipino people uh, speak English. All right, instead of going around in circles, uh, because I just woke up, <laughs> let's get to the fascinating fact on that page. I think the most interesting thing on that page of research is that the anti- antibiotic that is given to people who are allergic to penicillin was invented in the Philippines. So this antibiotic, because people, some people are allergic to penicillin, this antibiotic has literally saved millions upon millions of lives. So uh, I think that is the most interesting thing on that page. I think another interesting thing on that page of research is that cooking the whole roasted suckling pig, and like I said, we have a lot of home cooks that listen to this show, try to get ideas. Uh, There was a very accomplished chef who says it's not as easy as it looks, but it is fun to do. All right, let's keep going. There are over 150 languages in the Philippines. They are very big on beauty pageants and have won Miss Universe several times. And in the Philippines, there are several uh, beauty pageants. It's a a big part of their uh, everyday life. Their nature is to be family-oriented and help people in need. This is from the travelers. I like to read the travelers' point of view because they have actually been there. And a lot of the travelers came back saying that they are the most nicest people. And uh, they're very well, good-natured. It's a very fun place to visit because of the hospitality by the Filipino people. The world's largest pearl ever was found by a Filipino. They love to eat, and it is not unusual for them to eat up to 10 meals a day. So it's a, food is a big part of the Philippines. If you're a foodie and you want to take a trip, uh, the Philippines might be a nice spot to go. Very common for a local to eat up to 10 meals a day. One of the most devastating volcanic eruptions in the entire world history happened in the Philippines in 1991. It was one of the most catastrophic volcanoes uh, eruptions. It happened in 1991. It was a big volcanic eruption. 
jeepneys. If you go to the Filipinos as a tourist, I'm sure you're going to take a jeepney. What a jeepney is, it is a painted bus that you can only find in the Philippines. They're, they date back to the World War II. And that is how people travel around. There are talks that the Filipino people would like to update uh, their uh, mode of transportation and get something newer. But they right now, they have what's called jeepneys, and they are painted buses. And they're very uh, uniquely painted buses. I saw a couple photos online. And they use those buses, and they, those buses date back to World War II. Manny Picayo, uh-oh, I'm going to get the emails right now. Manny Picayo is a hugely popular boxer. I am so sorry, everyone. I do not pay attention to boxing. I'm going to have a lot of hate mail because Manny Picayo is is one of the most famous boxers in the world. Let's talk about him for a minute. He is a Filipino boxer, and every time he fights, most of the country actually watches his fight. And the police have reported that crime rates go down when Manny Pacayo is boxing. And we have a lot of sports people that listen to the show I am. I apologize. I'm sure it's called. Man, his name is Manny Picayo. If Mr. Picayo is listening to this show, because we do have a lot of listeners in the Philippines, I apologize. If you come to Philadelphia, I'll buy you dinner. I apologize if I mispronounced your name. Uh, but Manny Picayo is the famous Filipino boxer, and they say that when he boxes, uh the whole country kind of shuts down because everyone's watching the fight and the police have reported, and I'm sure this is fact because they would not go out and say this, that crime rates drop uh, during his fights because most of the Filipinos are glued to the TV. Uh, Philippines was put in top five most dangerous countries for journalists. So just so you know, that they were named one of the top five most dangerous countries for a journalist to travel to. Elderly, disabled, and pregnant women have their own line at banks and taxi stands. I found this pretty cool. So elderly, disabled, and pregnant women have their own line at banks, taxi stands, etc. It's very common for the Filipino people to eat rice for breakfast. Uh, it is common for them to use bare hands when eating at home. When they go out, uh, they use utensils uh, besides a knife. But the Filipino people will use their bare hands when eating at home. Now, we told you earlier that the yo-yo was derived from a Filipino war uh, weapon. Uh, a Filipino immigrant is the one who popularized the yo-yo in the USA. I was a little boy, but I remember back in the 70s and early 80s, the yo-yo was a big deal. And the uh, yo-yo, uh, you know, was on, they were on night uh, talk shows, etc. So a Filipino immigrant is one of the people that popularized the yo-yo in the U.S., and it was a huge hit.
Many Filipino-American chefs work in fine dining restaurants across the entire USA, so don't be surprised if you're going out for a fine dining experience if your chef is of Filipino descent. October is celebrated as Filipino-American History Month. 77% of Filipino-Americans own houses in the USA. Spain, U.S., and Japan all colonized colonized the Philippines at one point. The Philippines is the only country in the world that makes it illegal to get a divorce. Let me tell you that again. The Philippines is the only country in the entire world that make it illegal to get a divorce. Manila has the oldest Chinatown in the entire world. Now, think about that. How many Chinatowns are there? There's millions around the world, right? Hundreds of thousands. Manila has the oldest Chinatown in the entire world. A reenactment of the crucifixion of Jesus is done on Good Friday in the Philippines every single year. They were granted their independence in 1946, shortly after World War II. Children go to school six years of elementary and four years of high school. The life expectancy in the Philippines is 69 years old. June 12th is their national day. So June 12th is the national day in the Philippines. Once again... Every single week, I do six hours of research, and I pick out 100 facts that I find interesting about a different spot around the world, and people love the show. Uh, We get all kinds of communications from people that love the show. I'm very proud to announce that our show has reached 3,300. Uh, downloads, if you guys know how analytics are done in podcasting, that is a very significant number. It puts us as a major player in the podcast uh, game, and it is all because of our great listeners around the world. 79% of the people that listen to this show are outside of the United States, and that's where I record the show from. So the number one country supporting our show is India. So every week you hear me thanking our great friends in India for supporting this great show. Uh, We have double the listeners in India than we do in the United States where this show is recorded. So let's go through those facts. Let's pick out. Uh, the most interesting fact, I think on that page of research, I think it's Manny Paikayo. And I'm sorry, if you're listening, Manny, and I'm mispronouncing your name, uh, I apologize if you are a boxing fan and I mispronounced uh, Manny's name. Can you please email us, diningonadime, yahoo.com, and let me know. But it's interesting that Manny Paikayo is such a famous and popular boxer in the Philippines that they actually, the whole country, 
shuts down when he boxes. And the police have actually made an official statement saying that Manny, uh, when Manny is boxing, uh, the crime rate goes down in the Philippines. So that is probably the most interesting thing on that page. And that comes to a conclusion of this week's episode. Keep in mind, subscribe to our show on all podcast platforms. We're on Spotify. We're on iHeartRadio. Last week's uh, episode about Cuba did very well. I wasn't expecting it to do as well as it did. Go to our archives. I I have covered 39 different countries already. The easiest way to do that is go to iTunes, go to Spotify, go to iHeartRadio, or you can go to Google. And my recommendation for podcast fans is to go to Google. Put in Learn About World Cuisine Podcast. So put in the name of your favorite show with the word podcast. And the search results will pretty much give you every platform that your podcast is found on. So if you ha- if you listen to pop- podcasts on a different platform, just go to Google. Put in Learn About World Cuisine podca- with the word podcast and all the platforms will come up. Don't forget our other show. Dining on a Dime is on fire. Uh, so check it out. It's a food show. It's the only food show that focuses on your wallet. Each week we try to give one thing or one topic that saves you money in the food world. We also have a professional chef on our panel. We have two very successful food bloggers as co-hosts. So check that show out too want to thank everyone. This show is consistently getting high ratings. Uh, if you want to be a guest on our show, if you want to be a guest on Learn About World Cuisine, just send me an email, diningonadime at yahoo.com. I have phone equipment to my home podcasting equipment, and we can get you on the show. It doesn't matter where you are located in the entire world. You can be a guest on this show. Just send us an email, diningonadimeyahoo.com, and I will put you on the show. I'll give you a quick call, and you'll be on the air. All right, and once again, I promised my great listeners, we're doing consistent, uh, consistently we're getting great weeks. I promised you all that I will have all shows done before the 35-minute mark, we are at the 31-minute mark. So instead of me bragging about the success of the show, we're going to let you go. Uh, Each week in the title of the show, I tell you how long the show is so that you guys can plan out whether you want to listen to it on your way to work, on your way to the gym, maybe while you're walking in the park. So today's show is a 31-minute episode Easily can be listened to uh, quickly. And we will see you next week. If you have a suggestion for a show, send us an email, diningonadime at yahoo.com. If you're traveling to a country or you're just curious about a different country around the world, just send us an email. Uh, Say, Kevin, I want you to cover XYZ country, and I'll do the research. I put in six hours of research for every single show. And uh, I'll do the research for you. And then you can have an audio guide of your trip. 
Once again, we'll be back every Friday morning. Look for this show. We'll see you next week.